Oh, well, look who decides to show up. My name is Benjamin Cholock, hotshot professor of philosophy at Princeton University, and you're about to dive in to, <laughs> to episode 164 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. <laughs> it's me. What's up, buddy? It's, it's you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. It's my uh, eternal co-host, Pat Dean. I'm, gl- I'm glad to be here, Ben. Yeah. How are, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. Ben, how is life? How, we're, well, we're here to. We're not here to talk about life. Well, life we are. We're I, here I guess, to talk about the philosophy of life. We're here to talk about philosophy and all the different things <laughs> that it encompasses. But Ben, I, I have a, a question. Yeah. Did you know? And yes. uh, I don't. I don't know how well known this is uh, amongst uh, amongst uh, the men. Huh? <laughs> what listening. is this going? Yeah. Do you know? That two men can sit across the table from each other at a restaurant yeah. and not be gay. Did you know that? Because <laughs> no one in Texas seems to know that. <laughs> they are like dudes who will not sit across from each other. They'll just like sit against the wall taking up like multiple tables. You're like, there's only two yep. of you. No one here <laughs> wait, thinks you're gay. Wait, no so one. two two men who are like at lunch at lunch together. They will not sit at the same table. They will sit at different tables. <laughs> next Even to though they're other. there together. They're yes. like they're like this is a business meeting. We are at two different tables though. <laughs> because we'll sit together. everyone will think we're gay, obviously. Because that's what I think. Wait, so how do they conduct their business? Like side to side do they do it out of the side of their mouths? They like, just talk staring straight ahead or they'll look at each other too but it's like that seems gayer isn't that gayer i mean that is some cowboy shit it's to weird like, to do some like business when you're sitting next to someone you're you're not looking at them it you're like be... here's how it's gonna be do you understand kid of cattle <laughs> 500 comanche come over here and i'll give you that seven mountain twice too much no one thinks you're gay no one <laughs> except now i kind of do a little because it looks like you're hiding it. Well, okay, so... It looks other, like you're hiding, not being gay. I'm watching these guys, these three guys, by the way, uh, sit at three different tables because they're not gay, and if you even insinuate they are, they're going to get really mad at you. And then, like, five minutes later, there were these three other dudes, a lot of dudes. Yeah. And, like, one of... They ordered, like, the same thing, and then the other guy was... Well, this, the first guy was like, oh, it's kind of gay. Ordering <laughs> the same thing. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know what to say, so I just like yeah, I just like laughed a little bit. But Jeez. like, no, it's who? What's gay about that? <laughs> it's a fried chicken restaurant. There's like three things on the on the menu. You're gonna get the same thing. Yeah, Ben, this isn't what being gay is. I don't understand this. It's so yeah. This is not insane. even close to what that's about. No, get the five wing special, dude. It's pretty good. <laughs> they can't even order it together. 
Dude, it was so fucking weird. It was so goddamn strange. And then like for the and like I, I was thought about it. And I'm like, man, I'll piss off with these guys. Be if like I walked over to him and I was like, all right, oh, uh, which one of you queers needs a fucking refill, huh? Come on, <laughs> you guys are gay. You're eating the same meal. Uh, and they both got giant Bud Lights <laughs> with the with the with the gay flag on it with the trans thing. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we're like super supportive of trans people, but not gay people. <laughs> Is there anyone like that who's like super into trans rights, but just not, but not gay? No, gay I people. think I think it goes downhill. Yeah, oh, wait, that's not a good way to put it. But you know, probably not. But you know. <laughs> hey, you know but I mean, like, you if mean. you're if you're in support of gay rights, you're probably in support of trans rights. Well, no, I I know people who are in, well, not maybe not. I don't know if I know. Well, I'm sure I do actually. Now I think about it. There are people <laughs> two, who are two straight men talking about older. This. <laughs> like I think older gay people for a long time were not. Oh, probably the, not. Actually, they were you're not right. Yeah, stuff for like a minute there. Yeah. What is the cross section then? Um, no. But now, so but I think I think so I think you can do that. Well, that uh, sorry. So I mean, like if you're sorry. This is so reductive. No, but it's not. If you're into trans rights, into it, you're probably into gay rights. Because that's what came before you. That's what I'm saying. You know so what I mean? Like, yeah, right. yeah. But like, I wonder if there's. This is a great exercise in, de- in deductive logic. Actually. Well, we're just, uh, is it? Well, I don't know. Well, a little. Well, no, 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 not necessarily. But I mean, it's just. I just mean like the category of of people who are for gay rights. I imagine is larger than the people who are for trans rights. Like you, you sh- as you go narrower sure. down this. Okay, I you get know, what you're saying. Whatever yeah. uh, identification. The hole or whatever identification <laughs> i don't know identification avenue like so ben you know, calls his mouth the uh, the, the <laughs> I, what did you say identification no avenue? i'm trying to think of like there's the, it, there's like this different so, axes of of like how you identify as i a person. cannot tell and you this is how much, much fun, fun <laughs> it is to watch you go squirm i being wa- watching not. me squirm <laughs> it's amazing we're just you're just I talking just, about something there, normal. I know, but the more I think there are more people who identify with like gay, gay rights than, trans than rights, with yeah. trans yeah, rights. Yeah, I think that's true. As generally, yeah. like yeah. logically, I think in a way, not not logically, but like, yeah, you know. It, it, so you hate gay people. So I hate gays. So Ben hates <laughs> gays and and yeah, Ben is the first person who hates gays and loves. Well, that's the thing. People. It's like if you hate gay people, you probably hate trans people. Yeah, but th- that's know? what I'm trying to figure. out. But if you out. hate trans people, you might not not necessarily hate gay people. Folk, it, folks, if this is the the spectrum of of, of tolerance. <laughs> Welcome to the spec. This is our newest segment on the show. The, the spectrum. spectrum of tolerance. <laughs> folks, let us know if you're a hateful bigot and explain yourself yeah. why. Tell why? us why you support. Who do you one hate? Who do you hate and why? Folks, who do you hate and why? Let us and not even like trans. Like you can even write in and be like, well, "I'm chill a, with with trans people and gay people," but I hate. This the is a crazy introduction to anyone who's listened to this podcast for the first. No, it's time. not. It's really kind of normal for what <laughs> normally happens. I mean, it's usually us being idiots. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, you can. Most people will. will you can like kind of tell who they do and do not like. You know, but if you press them and ask them why, there's no way they could come up with an answer, or at least yeah, they wouldn't feel I mean, comfortable with don't... it, unless they really don't give a fuck, and they'll be like, "Here's why I don't." Well, like here's them. why, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think religious people, it's it will do that. We'll be like, "Well, because yeah. God says it's you know." Yeah, well, God says so. It's icky, but that's a that's see that's why that's like the least. I, like I just feel is the most bullshit reason to hate someone is based on religion because it's like really God said that I don't think he would say that well I mean well <laughs> and then they never offer like anything more than that it's just like well God well, said no, in this yeah. one book that he actually not he but like 
these ignorant peasants wrote <laughs> a bunch of, <laughs> like thousands of years ago. I was like, oh, so you believe these them? These street dwelling <laughs> these, Syrians, these fucking urchins. Yeah. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah, so, in folks, my book, there's no such thing as a good Samaritan. Help us, folks. Help <laughs> us figure out the whole this whole hate filled world. Let us know your prejudices and give us your full name and we will read them out on yeah, the Yeah, tell air. us your Twitter handle. Your Twitter handle. We will... You don't have to, but let us know. Yeah. And we will let the world know. Sounds good. Why not? <laughs> um, before we get started, I also have this question for you. What's that? And I don't know... Like, this might sound profoundly dumb. Okay. American flag. What about it? 13 stripes, which are? The 13 colonies. You're good. <laughs> of which I'm, how, Virginia how many... is a part so, in your face. So is then. Maryland, asshole. Fuck so Maryland. is Maryland. Maryland is the absolute worst. It's the worst of the <laughs> original <both> colonies. <laughs> of the original colonies? It's funny. We're two, we're two OGs complaining about each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you guys, with your filth and your hate, it's 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 not... Filth and hate? What are you talking about? The, the state of Maryland. Highest GDP... Highest education level in what? the nation. In Maryland? <laughs> yes. How? Maryland has the most PhDs per capita. Are you busing people in? <laughs> from Northern Virginia? Yeah, from places West like Virginia? Texas, where they have so many PhDs. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck you, yeah, Texas. Fuck you guys. You're not as educated <laughs> as me and Ben. So, <laughs> so we look down on you. Um, okay, so you got our 13 stripes... The 13 colonies. Yeah. Okay. So I understand that. Crazy you don't know that. <laughs> the, there's 50 stars. Yes. Four? Every state. Okay. And that's changed over time as we've accumulated more states. The question that I have for you is, are do the stars, uh, I don't know how to say this, do the stars on the American flag correspond to specific states? And if so- oh, like, like position-wise? Is it in alphabetical order? Is it in the order of where they- joined because how can you even the 13 original colonies I, were all at the same time you want my answer right now yes i have no idea slash i don't slash i don't think so slash who who cares i hope there. i gotta hope there is <laughs> i don't think, you wouldn't like knowing where your no, star is just, I, I don't nah I, I don't really particularly care it's like knowing where your state is alphabetically <laughs> you know who well, yeah, gives but, a shit well no where stars I, maryland is right in the middle Fuck, we've been over this. Fuck Maryland. We well, all agree. Well, oh, you think you're better because Virginia's at the end? Yeah, like you're you, special? Yeah, you ever heard of a man named George Washington? Ben? <laughs> ben F. Cholock? The F um, stands for fuckface? Who's, who's from Maryland? That's what I fucking thought, dude. <laughs> That's what Whatever, I Whatever, bitch. Old oh, Bay. Old Bay. Heard, old Bay. Ever, old Bay. <laughs> ever heard of... Um, have you ever heard of The Wire? A bass player named Victor Wooten of the Wooten family. Um, have Asshole! You, have you ever heard of a fictional character called Omar Little? I have. <laughs> he's I from have. Maryland. He is from Maryland, yeah. Except he's not. because he, No, he's not. Because he's fictional. And he's he not never real. existed. Yeah. Whereas yeah. These, these people are real. Which is something that we Alan might... Alan Iverson. We might talk Victor about. Victor Wooten. I mean, these, these from are... From Virginia? Yeah, from Virginia. So heard of it? All right. Well, so okay, fine. Well, congratulations. Thanks on them, and also the biggest slaveholders of this country. The Neptunes, history. they're from there. That's pretty cool. Robert E. Lee, Clips, Stonewall Jackson. Sure, no, he actually sure. wasn't from Virginia. Fuck yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Louis he's like, oh, yeah, he's not us. I went. To I think he was like Tennessee. I went some, to his uh, some, some some super racist saint. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to his shrine. His they, shrine. Yeah. So where he in died. Richmond. So driving from uh, that can't be there anymore. Driving, is, it there, is it there still? Oh yeah. I oh, thought yeah. they got rid of most of them. No, no, no. no. no so, so they probably driving, wouldn't, they wouldn't get rid of um, home from beautiful <laughs> Richmond, Virginia, back, back, back to Nova is uh, interesting because you'll see these these weird signs, and like I would always wonder what the what's the deal with these signs, mm-hmm. and one of them was Stonewall Jackson Shrine or monument weird. or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a shrine. And so I always wanted to stop at it. So after the day that I graduated college, we decided to stop at it. That was the same day that a certain someone in my family, uh, who I can assure you has never been on the show, and I'm not even being, not even wink, wink, nudge, nudge. A certain member of my family told, uh, I remember that day we were in Richmond. It's funny because like by that description, you can do the math. If you listen to this show, no, I it's I, I mean it's an extended family member is my point. The extended family member. Oh, okay. okay. Was, we were they were walking in. Uh, I was gonna say because it could be Claire. She's the only one who Claire. hasn't been on the show. No, it wasn't Claire. Uh, but as hilarious as this would be if she said this to my brother in Richmond, but uh-huh. they're just walking in Richmond, and yeah. my uncle, oof, or whoever he is, says to my uh, brother, just goes, "A lot of black people in Richmond," and he was like, "Yeah," because like yeah. I guess technically you're not being racist yet. You're just making an observation. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're de- I mean, it's, a very it's, loaded observation. Yeah, and then he just that goes, you're bracing yourself. For. Yeah, and you go, okay, what's where is this going? <laughs> and then my sister was going to school in Colorado in Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he goes, yep. Whoever this person might be, he goes, yep. That's why I like Colorado, nice and white. Yeah, and then yeah. Kevin was like, "Well, all right, who?" That, but yeah, and he he volleyed. Thanks, he, my family member. Yeah, it's like playing volleyball where you throw the ball up and you hit it yourself. Like no, the, Kevin was not bar. He was just like, "All right, like what, yeah. I'm not gonna uh-huh. f- validate this comment because you either want me to fight with you or you want me to agree with you, and I want to do either one." So we, so it's kind of ironic that day we went to the Stonewall Jackson shrine. So I saw it and I was like, I've always wanted to just check, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, because it could be just some psychotic person with like a store. I don't know uh-huh. what it is. And so we pulled off and we drove down. Like it's kind of out of the way. Like we didn't realize it was that far away. And it's the house that our boy Stonewall Stony Jacks. <laughs> don't say our boy. Don't call him our boy. <laughs> okay, so hey, Ben, that's your friend. No, he's not. So Stonewall Jackson died. It's the house that he died in. And okay. so you go in there and like... I know that he was killed in battle. Or no, he was shot in battle. Shot by his own men, yes. Yeah, that's right. He was shot by his yeah. own men. And Which is ironic because seeing as he seceded from the country and then was shot by <laughs> his own men. It's like, that's kind his of... His own men seceded. <laughs> that's not deeply metaphorical. So he... Well, no, but he wasn't killed intentionally he was, by his it was, own it, men. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. intentional. Okay. He, so they have the bed that he died in and they haven't changed the sheets the entire time. Ugh, yeah. So it's like, that's fucking weird. And so like, you're not allowed to touch it, obviously, but like they bring you in and they show you and they, they talk to you a little bit. I don't remember much about yeah. it. I got our buddy Willie B like a, like a knife or something. They, they sell like random shit there. Mostly weapons. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't, weapons. I really don't remember a lot about it. It was so long ago. Wait, but, so was this one of those? It, it probably wasn't like a state sanctioned. No, it was just a house. Thing. Yeah, it was just a private thing. Right. Okay. So yeah. it's just like it's someone who fucking owned I assume, the house. I don't discovered, know. probably like two like generations later, and Maybe was like, it, it was like, holy shit, oh, really, dude? No, they didn't discover this. This okay. has been this has been in the family. Okay. Okay. Very intently ever since the day Weird. that 
Stonewall Jackson died. I've only been to like one of those houses is uh in Key West, Florida. There's this house that uh Ernest Hemingway used to <laughs> used to live in. Like you know, he 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 operated around there, like Key West or Miami or Cuba. He'd like and go like you know, uh, what is it like out water fishing or whatever? You know, I'll, I'll say what you want about our boy uh, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, that fucker knew how to live. Yeah, yeah, he, he lived he knew in how tropical to live. places. I mean, he lived hard. That he guy lived, lived hard, hard. Yeah, and then he blew his brains. out. And then out. he blew his fucking brains out. Yeah, yeah this guy <laughs> has the right idea. <laughs> but so what? One of his like sojourns in the states. Um, I can't remember when this was. I want to say probably. Probably towards the end of his life, so like maybe the fifties or something, he uh, he settled in this house in Key West, and he just kept adopting like all of these cats. But these cats happened to have come from the same oh, like, litter. Yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, um, and so and so they all kept, you know, uh, there was some inbreeding going on with this like litter of kittens, yeah. like that because they, they were just like loose there. He would feed. He wouldn't like really take care of them. He just like fed them, and then they like did whatever around his household. So and he'd like he'd like up and fly to like Madrid or like fucking Burma or wherever. Uh, they're indoor feral cats. They're indoor feral cats, but they always came back to his place because like he or his staff would just like f- like sh- like <laughs> toss them a bunch of cold cuts, and they'd like eat, sure. and they they'd be like, "That's where we got cold cat, cold cut, cold, cold cats." cats. <laughs> hey, where's y'all's cold cats? There's no accent. That <laughs> but, sounds like. Cold but basically, cats. they would all keep coming to this house. Um, and he just like let it happen. He just like let them basically live there. And he, I can't remember if he actually put it in his will or if this was like a myth, but he like might have left that house to them, like for the, the cats. cats. Yeah. To the cats. Like, not, li- and a lot of people are like, how can you leave it to a cat? He didn't leave it to like the cats themselves, obviously. He left, he like set up a trust for the house. And the, and the purpose of the trust was to basically feed these cats. Ensure their survival. And ensure their survival, this colony of cats. And also, the thing is, though, since they all started from one litter, they were all, like, genetically kind of related, which means that they it led to, like, somewhat more deformities. So some of them had, like, hemophilia, or some of them had, like, bad immune diseases. But one thing that happened was they all, after a couple generations, developed a sixth toe. So, and they're, so they're, they're, like, one of the biggest colonies of polydactyl cats wow in in the americas which is like it's something that happens but like very rarely like albinos but there's some cats that get like a six fucking claw and that's his lasting legacy yeah and so all of these cats in his house they all have this trait they all have like six claw six claws instead of five weird <laughs> they're all they're all fluffy and fat as fuck so you went there yeah i went there i visited Huh. Yeah, the Stonewall Jackson thing reminded me of that. Yeah, well, there's different shrines to different things. There's different I think shrines to different things. So I went yeah. to that shrine. I think that's the only shrine I've been to. I don't think I've been to many shrines. Oh, I went to, and I also went to, um, what's his name? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> William Faulkner's house. Speaking Why of are authors. you going to these authors? The, the first time was just because of my on? family. The second time was because when I was dating Cass and she's from Mississippi. Yeah, oh, okay. And Faulkner's from Mississippi. That's the only reason I, we went. Because We you... went there and it was like, it, it's, it was this house. They were So what's funny is that Hemingway and Faulkner are sort of like competing American authors in my mind. Yeah. It's like in the same period. Uh-huh. Hemingway's house is rules because it's like filled with like deformed cats. <laughs> 
<laughs> and <laughs> Faulkner's house is boring as fuck. Really? There's like one room where it's like you can walk through it, but it's cordoned off. It's like that's his writing this desk, and that's his bedroom. You can't see it, but <laughs> we're like, it's, I assure you, it's behind it's like that closed door. Two floors door. and four rooms, and it's like great. Thanks for nothing, sucks. Faulkner. <laughs> fuck you, fuck Faulkner. you, Faulkner. <laughs> have any respect for you i don't know yeah it was pretty good i guess so absalom absalom because you (laughs) you you kind of it would not surprise me to find out that you went maybe not now but that back in the day you went through a phase of just visiting authors like (laughs) homes that they grew up in or like i promise i'm not that lame okay that seems i know i'm close that's like a southern gothic thing to do yeah to find you know shirley jackson's fucking the home she grew up in or whatever. Yeah, where she hated her husband for 40 years. Hated that guy. <laughs> hated him. Yeah. Oh, Shirley. Shirley J. Yeah, just pining for that that relationship she had with George O'Keefe that no one knows about. I don't think I knew about that. They had a thing? No, I'm just making that up. Oh, because that would have been some spicy tea, Yeah, sis. spicy tea, right? Spicy tea? Yeah. Well, hot tea. Let's some hot, hot tea. Let's That's what the kids tea. say, Ben. Yeah. Hey, let's sit down and rap with some hot tea. <laughs> hey there, homeboy. What, what if you were 14 and your teacher came up to you and said that? What would you do? I would just, I think I'd be baffled. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. Oh. Am I in trouble? I'd just immediately ask, am I in trouble? <laughs> so before we get started on the actual the meat, what I call the meat and potatoes and the topic of the program, uh-huh. the topic. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, so I was working at, at this after school like thing for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's we're no longer uh, the the, the class or whatever over. So one thing that is so fucking weird yeah. about working with kids is when they say things clearly just to get a reaction from you. So sure. if you just don't react, they kind of stop doing it, but. There's so many times you just want to start laughing because sometimes it's like, this is a pretty good bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sure. So there was this kid who she still couldn't pronounce it alls. Yeah. And so she would say. Best age. She would say, <laughs> Mr. Pat farted in his pants, which is so, like, I've never heard anyone say farted in their pants. That's hilarious. I've heard poo your pants, yeah. fart in your pants. <laughs> you farted in your pants, Mr. Pat. That's hilarious. But because she couldn't say it, she'd go, Mr. Pat farted in his pants. You're like, oh, shit, this is so funny. <laughs> Mr. Pat farted in his pants. It'd be funny if you just got really defensive about it. You're no, like, I no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No. no, I didn't. no. Sometimes I, I would get. What are you talking about? Sometimes... Outside, now. <laughs> you don't fucking say anything about me farting. I would sometimes get like super defensive about things that like clearly weren't real. <laughs> What, to these kids? Yeah. I'm not scared of milk. I'm not. Don't even <laughs> ask, because I'm not. So let's, you first of all... the shit out of these kids. First, first day of class. Guys, I'm not scared of milk. Don't How old are up. these kids? Um, well, some of them are in kindergarten. Wish I knew that when I agreed to do this. <laughs> Jesus. George, calm down. Yeah, you suck at Simon Says. Stop crying. <laughs> You're hiding. It's not a big deal, you're Simon. Hi- George, it's not a big deal. You're hiding underneath a desk because you suck at. Well, also, it's not Simon's. It was, it, it's it's a game that's very similar to Simon Says. Whatever. It's called, it's called Mr. Pat Says. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to like get this crying kindergartner to stop. Oh, this poor kid Jeez. is afraid of the arbitrary ruled game I you guess, made. <laughs> yeah. I told him that if he didn't stop crying, I would have to get underneath the desk and start crying with him, and it'd be like really awkward for both of us. 
And that worked. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. Ben, enough of this bullshit, <laughs> all right? The people aren't here to listen to us talk about, you know, children and, and nonsense and, and hatred. <laughs> and games. And games and, uh, and how... Uh, every man in Texas thinks everyone thinks he's gay. We've had, we've, yeah. we've, we've done with this. <laughs> all the cats that live in Hemingway's house. We've covered it. We've covered it. Okay. As of now. People um, want to learn something. We're here to learn. That's the only <laughs> thing that we've been put on this planet to do. Well, bitch, we're here to learn. We're here. To, I'm here to teach you some okay. philosophy. And part of that, what that includes is me <laughs> teaching you. <laughs> thought experiments okay. that make no sense and that will <laughs> infuriate but you. why i don't understand <laughs> because i noticed this i know after the second or third one first of all this podcast started with a thought experiment with schrodinger's cat that's yeah. a thought experiment and then it kept boggling your minds all the ones that i'd bring up <laughs> because you're like not only like how does it make sense but why, why? are why they bringing this up <laughs> Why does it exist? And if it does have to exist, like whatever problem you're trying to like illustrate <laughs> with your poetry, it's not working because it doesn't, it's awful. Like you have to come up with something better. I'm going to try my best to really kind of get you to see the point of this okay. thought experiment because then I promise I keep... barely understood it until a moment ago okay. <laughs> myself. <laughs> I promise to keep an open mind for the first 15 minutes. All right. We're talking about today. So let's see. The, okay. All right. The twin earth. Thought experiment. Twin Earth, okay? Twin and Earth. My 15 minutes of tolerance begins <laughs> We're not going to get this in 15 minutes. And this 15 minute, Patrick's 15 minutes of tolerance is brought to you by Kevin Dean. Kevin Dean has a hit, <laughs> has a new single out on Spotify. Pat's brother, Pat's brother. My brother. Go on Spotify, look up Kevin Dean. It's a song called Wondering Where You Are. You know what? That'll be, that'll be the song tonight. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll put it at the why end. We, why don't we do that at the end? So fifty instead minutes of, of whatever bullshit cheeky whatever. thing I was going to suggest. Oh yeah, you and your just. <laughs> and here's Mambo number five. It's like, all right, you happy, Ben? All right. So starting at eight eight forty, I'm calling it. All yeah. right. The fifteen <laughs> so minutes. I have of fifteen minutes. Yeah. So we're talking about the twin Earth thought experiment. Now this has to do with philosophy of language, with meaning, sense, reference. Okay, and how. The words we use, the vocalizations that we use, imbue themselves with like what seems to be something that affects our minds, right? Like meaning. When when you hear a word, you know a word by its meaning. You know I it do. has it has some kind of meaning to you, mm -hmm. right? Not every word. Not every word, and not the impossible. And and not every word has a meaning for everybody, right? We there's kind of the shifting community of of language users for which there are a lot of words that mean something to them, right? But not only that, does it mean something to them individually, but it means something above and beyond, right, what you're saying and what someone is hearing, right? It has to, there's, there's something that is communicated between one person to another. And that, okay? that really is the wonderful thing about having a conversation. I mean, yeah, well, when I say the word shirt to you right now, yeah. you know what I mean. I do. Right? How do sure. you know what I mean just from me saying certain sounds, just uttering sounds? Shirt. How do you know that I mean what I mean? How do you know this that I know that I that you know? The longest 15 minutes <laughs> of my life. Okay. How do I know What's that What's funny is that your least favorite type of philosophy is my favorite, is philosophy of language. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Uh. Okay. 
Let's. So you're asking me. Okay, re- repeat that again because already... I'm, I'm asking you general generally. What is meaning, or how does a word get meaning? A word gets meaning when everyone agrees on on what it is. Okay. All right. What do you say to that? But how do you agree? To I don't it really all? know. I think it takes a very very. How long do you time. know that someone that you're speaking to has tacitly made that meaning agreement? Well, I think because uh, if if they don't do confirm it, that, it becomes very confusing to everyone else because everyone else is using the same thing. So if you're like, "Hey guys, you want a basketball later?" When you mean like eat food, we'd be like, <laughs> "What are you talking?" About? Eventually, we beat you in a submission. <laughs> <clears throat> basketball is basketball. Food is food, baby. Okay, but so what? What is so? How does so the word basketball and food? They there's a cleavage in meaning there. And I said cleavage. <laughs> but there's a cleaving. Word cleavage? Say, word cleavage. There's like a meaning. So you know that one word means one thing and the other word means another thing. And you confirm this by physically assaulting the you. The, the, the transgressor. The people who won't use the, the words person. correctly, we fight them. <laughs> and like you have okay. to spell it correctly but how did too. How did you and your fellow attackers come, come to agree that that mom. word means that thing and does not mean the other? Um, but basketball does not mean food. And if you're saying food means food, I think how does that help anybody who's outside of your community? Here's what it is. I think that words are created instantaneously for things when they're needed. Otherwise, instantaneously words, in yes. every case. Yes. I think that someone sees a banana, the sa- but it's the, the same first word, time. No, they go, what the fuck is this? It's a banana. Okay. Okay, it's a fine, banana. but like... <laughs> we name things quickly, dude, because we don't like things that don't have names. That horrifies us. That's not true. As human beings, we name things all the time. Yeah, we name things all the time, but usually there's some some rationale to it. We don't say... We don't just go, what is that? Oh, banana! I think people do. No, what about... Originally, a fucking... not scientists, Ben, okay. but the what about What about the speakers? term catalytic converter? What you think, about it? You think someone just came up with that when they were asked to describe it? Yes. <laughs> I think... I think that no. I think someone whoever are, came up with that term to to reference this extremely specific automotive part, right? They probably had a reason for calling it that. That's what I'm saying. So because it converts, I don't know, c- catalysis. Or I already forget the what the word, but what even the catalytic was. converter. Okay, so it converts things catalytically. I think what it is is someone. Well, okay. Here's what it is, Bian. It's when you look at the etymology of words. Okay. It's kind of like that, <laughs> but it's like it's the creation of a word based on what you need to convey to people. Because sometimes you need to convey things like that machine that has a very specific purpose. So you have okay, to call okay, it. Hold okay. on, a caterpillar or whatever caterpillar, a caterpillar converter. A caterpillar converter. So it converts caterpillars into uh, oil that you use for your car. That's what it is. <laughs> so you need to let people know this is what it is. So we hear, oh, it converts caterpillars. Okay, we know what this thing does. <laughs> Bananas, you don't really need to know that. You don't. Ha- you just look at it. It's not like no. But self- what about, what's the difference then between the, a banana and a papaya? A banana is self-explanatory. And a how a- is a banana? I can't believe I'm shouting this. Well, because you how is mean? a banana self-explanatory? Who would look at a banana and be like, how does that work? Who would look at a banana who's never seen a banana or never heard the word banana before? Yeah. Think of banana. When it sees it for the first time. Because they take a bite out of it and they went, banana! banana. <laughs> it's funny because this, this, this is not, we're not even close to starting the, the thought experiment. This is, right. this is the context. Just go. <laughs> Just start it. All right. I've all given right. you a six good so minutes. Basi- basically, all right, fine. So the, the meaning of a term uh, 
so we got to go back to your your favorite named philosopher, Gottlob Frege. Yes, <laughs> my boy. You mentioned it a couple of times. You're just always impressed by his name. It's crazy. Gottlob Frege. Yeah. How the God, fuck? Gottlob Frege. That's how you pronounce it. It's German as fuck. I think he was Swiss. I think he was Swiss. Um, but he was uh, he was fucking Bertrand, Russell, Bertrand Russell's influence. He was Ludwig Wittgenstein's like like basically popped his cherry into philosophy. Wow. Um, this guy like is widely credited somewhat as being like a like not a father but like a uh, like a grandfather of the analytic tradition in philosophy. Um, but he came up with this very very famous paper called Sinn und Bedeutung. <laughs> wow. Sinn und Bedeutung, which This guy rules. which is German for sense and reference. And he's trying to break down logically what it means for a word to have quote unquote meaning. What is the meaning of a word? Like as abstractly as you can think of it. When you utter a word, it has some effect on people, right? Especially if they're in your language community. They know what you mean. If I say like fire to you right now, in yeah. Obviously not in this explanatory context, but in one of surprise and confusion, if I just go, fire! Are you firing me from the podcast? <clears throat> I hope that's not what you think. <laughs> could this be the end? Because this Could this be it? This could be the last episode I mean, we do together. you're kind of fired for, but, not, for not getting... But what's going to be funny... <laughs> not getting what I mean here. What's going to be funny is when you, when you boot me off the podcast, but you still come to my apartment to record with like my replacement. No, I'm, just, I'm not firing you from the podcast. I'm oh, trying good. to tell you that there's a fire in the apartment building we oh, recorded. Oh, and I've died. Okay. And died, yeah. Since I've died. Okay. Well, that's not good. That's not good <laughs> No, but like the, the, me I saying... I died thinking I was fired from a podcast. I'm saying, I'm saying a, 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 basically a clip of phonemes. I'm just saying... Fire. That's like what's the sound waves coming out of my mouth are these arbitrary sounds that sound like fire. But by me expelling that out of my mouth, you know that I mean that this whole building where you live is on fire right now and your life is in danger and you need to run. You know, how does me saying fire like loudly in a state of maybe shock or surprise, how does that convey all that information into you? meaning the because meaning of I've me saying fire i've memorized the word fire <laughs> and i know what it is what's funny is that like wittgenstein kind of like starts from that from that source being like well what if someone answered like this yes <laughs> stupidly what i memorized what fire means You're based on the last asshole. time <laughs> and he goes clearly this isn't how humans operate normally <laughs> well this guy's insulting me from beyond the grave <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole they know that the word fire like it has come to mean something, and meaning is this now like kind of uh, uh, what's the iconic word? phrase? I- I'd say iconic. Fire yeah, is it's iconic. iconic, sure. Um, ineffable is the word I'm looking for. It's this ineffable like that was me in high entity school. that has something to it that's different than anything mental or, or anything physical because it doesn't just exist in our minds. It obviously seems to exist in this ether between you know. Uh, rational beings in order for them to understand each other, right? So meaning has to, it seems like it has to exist outside of individual minds. But at the same time, we have this individual like sensation of a word meaning something to us as opposed to like a noise or or gibberish. Someone's saying like glabla. When I say glabla, 
That doesn't mean anything to you, right? No, it just sounds like a fucking idiot. Yeah, but it could be. It could be like a plausibly a the dumb, sound of a guy. very important word in another language. No, just an awful guy. Saying horrible guy. I forget what I. I already forgot. Forgot what it said. What I had said because it, the there is no meaning to it. So I immediately forgot it. Philosophy. <laughs> Philosophy. Philosophy, folks. <laughs> All right. So this so guy. So what are we talking about? I we're talking just... about the twin Earth. Thought experiments. Why does that have to do with anything we've been discussing? That so, so Sky, <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm holding you at bay so okay. hard right now. Yeah. So Gottlob Frege, he basically writes this paper where he says that basically meaning is composed of two primary things: sense and reference. Okay? Dick and ass. Dick and ass. It's actually German for sense and reference. Dick. Dick und ass. <laughs> what a country, dude. Yakov went to the wrong country. He should have went to Germany. Who, who went to Yakov, the wrong country? Yakov Smirnov. Oh, Smirnov, You, you yeah. say, what a country. <laughs> a Russian gentleman. Well, he, he might have been Ukrainian. What? Was he, like, I don't know. He might have been Ukrainian. I don't know if he was from actual... Uh, I think he was from one of the, the them satellite... What I call satellite countries of the Soviet Union. Okay, so let me... <laughs> they would not like to hear that right now. No, well, satellite. now, no. Yeah. Well, no, well, times times is different. Tell <laughs> times is current. Yeah. And they're they're actively at war. <laughs> yeah, they are actively at war. Yeah. yeah, actively. Yeah. Sucks. Anyway, so sense and reference. Ben's like, why can't Russia just win already? I'm Ben. <laughs> These are two aspects of meaning, and uh, this distinction is intru- introduced by Gottlob Frege and. Roughly speaking, the, the the two things are reference sense. Ref, re, reference or the referent is the object of a word. So it's the literal thing that a word refers to out in the world. Okay. All right. So fire, when I say fire, that mean that can that can refer to just the phenomenon of fire or a specific fire that's about to consume us. Um like hellfire. Yes. <laughs> um then there's sense, which is not necessarily the object of a word. It's that which the word expresses. So it's something kind of hovering around reference, but it's not the same thing as reference. And he makes this distinction for two reasons. All right, One is sense can exist whether or not a word has a reference at all. An example of this is unicorns. <laughs> a unicorn doesn't have a reference because there are no such things as unicorns, right? So you say. Okay, so the, strictly speaking, the word unicorn does not have a referent at all. It means one corn. No. <laughs> That's what it translates to in ancient Greek. No, but do you understand what I mean? Like, yes, it, it, there are the, words the wor- that there, there are sounds that we've agreed represent things. things that aren't real that aren't real okay yes. so that's one example of why sense and reference are different okay because the word unicorn has a sense when i say unicorn to you you know what i mean you still know what i mean okay hold even on. though on. the word doesn't have a physical ref- referent this is the problem with philosophy is that <laughs> it what? acts it like makes these... you think about things no, that are uncomfortable no 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 it 
acts like it's saying something profound when it's it's saying something that a, a fucking two year old could, could well, here's already the thing, knows though. inherently. Sure, there but... are words. Oh, did you guys know that we have words that mean things that aren't real? Okay. Oh, did I just blow okay. your mind? Okay, fuck you. What's important I worked at a bookstore. Here... I know what fiction what, is. What's fucker. important is that these are things that yes may come naturally to a beginner's mind, to like like two year olds. But how? When was the last time you thought about that? And how often does that occur to you? It what? doesn't ever. Does, what, what, in your adult life, in your adult life, you've never thought about the fact that that the word unicorn doesn't have a referent. No, I've, it's never occurred to me. No, it's never occurred to nope, you. Nope. Okay? But guess what? So just because you can doesn't mean that it's hard. That like it's not valuable. I still made you it didn't. this far, dude. If I knew that, I'd still be in sure, the position. Sure, you can that live your right life. Now. You can live your life stupidly. <laughs> And ignorantly, what? without thinking about that. Wait a minute. But then your life is a waste because you're not thinking about how how do thing how do words acquire meaning? Why are poems so beautiful? Be- I, well, that's a di- that's something different than saying that <laughs> unicorns ne- are. And philosophers say not necessarily, bitch. That's the word. That's the <laughs> operative word, necessarily. And that's the word that makes philosophers come in their goddamn shorts because it gives them an excuse to to bring up concepts that they know aren't real and just to go well but what about this you're not you're, you're not even close to the level of anger you're going to be when i tell you this whole thing it's 8:55 all know, right the 15 minutes are done <laughs> all right i gave you 15 so, minutes of my life let me just wrap this up all okay. right the second the second reason why sense and defer, sense and reference are different is that different names uh, can have different senses, even if they share the same referent. Okay. Yes. So an example of this is like, uh, uh, like he- the, the the example that's used all the time is Hesperus and Phosphorus. All right. Those were different names for the planet Venus. I think when it uh, when it would like show itself in the early early like dawn morning and then in the evening. The light that that's that's Lucifer, the light bringer. Oh yeah, so, Venus. Yeah, yeah. So, but they had different names at different times of day, and at first they thought that it was two different planets until they figured out that these two names refer to the same object. Venus, Venu, Venu. <laughs> but anyway, so now the two different names. You have this with like the, the just the concept of synonyms, right? Yes. You have two things that like refer to the same object, mm-hmm. but they have different senses, right? So that's also plain to see. And and you mean something, you, you express something differently when you use one word versus another, you know? Yes, um, I know that. Even though it refers to the same object. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there you Where? go. All right. So that's that's it. That's so that's just the setup. Okay. Okay. All right. Very cool. So now there was this guy named Hillary Putnam. He was a, a philosopher, Jewish philosopher. Really? Um, from uh, I think he spent most of his career in um, in Harvard. Let me just pull him up real quick. His name is what? Hillary Putnam. I showed him a picture of him. I showed you a picture of him a couple is he, days Is he ago. hot? <laughs> no. Oh, no? No. Is he, he unfortunate goo- he looking? Looks, he looks goofy as fuck. Wait, I think I remember this dude. <laughs> he married someone hot. <laughs> yeah, he married an attractive woman, <laughs> yeah. despite the fact that he's odd looking. Yeah, he's that, very odd looking. That, he looks, he looks fine. He's, he looks just very... He looks like a fucking dweeb. <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember this guy now. Um, anyway, he was born... Uh, Hillary Whitehall Putnam um, was born on July 31st, 1926. Uh, he died, That's a 1926-ass name, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, and he died... Um, 
Oh yeah, he was nine. No, he was eighty nine. He died March thirteenth of twenty sixteen. He died. He died not too long ago. Um, he's actually a pretty uh, among academic philosophers. He's pretty famous. He's come up with a lot of different ideas. He's he wrote a lot of papers. But also, what's funny about him that I read is that he has changed his position so many times. Dang. He'd like in the seventies, he'd like write like a bunch of like articles about like one position. And then like in the eighties, he'd be like, I, I take it back. Never actually, mind. I actually I agree with the other side now. Here. <laughs> but he'd explain why. He'd be like, Yeah, my, my thoughts have evolved and uh I don't believe this anymore. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> which in a weird way I think is probably more like honest. Because he's just because that's how I operate. Like sometimes I'll believe something until I just think it's bullshit. Well, I mean, that is kind of <laughs> bullshit when people go, Oh, he's a flip flopper. It was like, well, no, he, he heard something new. Well, no, he and critically ev- yeah. yeah, he critically evaluated what he was thinking before and decided that it wasn't it wasn't right anymore. Oh, so I'm I'm no longer an asshole for disagreeing with you. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Thanks. <laughs> I'm really glad to have it turns out I've been smart this whole time. Who knew? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Hillary, so Hillary Rodham, Hillary Rodham Putnam. Let's lock this dude up, dude. Okay, so um, he came up with a lot of uh, a lot of these are honestly <laughs> forced me to get into some intricate academic philosophy, like <laughs> like our uh, analytic philosophy that we haven't discussed yet, and frankly, I'm sorry, just over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I'm not gonna try. All right, I mean, <laughs> I mean some enough. of his like the type identity of mental and physical states based on his hypothesis of the multiple realizability of the mental idea. Yeah, I mean, come on. And um, also his concept of functionalism. Um, uh, he has well, a lot I mean, of I mean, opinions. Who doesn't? I mean, who can't? <laughs> he has a lot of opinions this. on the mind body problem. Um, but here's where it gets interesting and more germane to our topic in philosophy of language. Uh, him and this guy Saul Kripke, who actually was a professor at Princeton for a little while, um, who is. <laughs> The Princeton? Yeah, the Princeton University. The one that you went to. Where I lived and taught as a philosophy professor. He was a colleague of mine, Saul Kripke. Your colleague. <laughs> he, um, I met him like once. Uh, and he was like, because by the time I was there, he was uh, a professor emeritus, which means like he was basically just retired. But he'd like come over to... He'd come over to like the, the the philosophy offices, and he'd like be reading like the latest articles in the journals, like philosophy journals, in like the waiting room, because he didn't have an office there anymore. So he'd just sit in the waiting room and just read articles, and he'd go home. That's so <laughs> fucking weird. Sometimes he'd like play chess with people. And that's well, about at least it. that's something. The idea yeah. of going to to a university. <laughs> he, goes, he goes to where he used to work. <laughs> and read like their publications, talk to the secretary, talk to like old students of his, play chess, and he also played Go too, because he's a fucking nerd like that. Sure. Um, and then he'd go home. But that's how he spent like his remaining years. I I think I actually don't know if he's dead or not. Hmm. But like, I met him one one time when I was dropping off my thesis. Really? When I dropped off my thesis, I saw him and I like I think I actually referenced one of his papers in my thesis. Oh shit! Did randomly. You tell him that? No, I didn't. I I'm didn't, sure I didn't you have get time. this all the time, but <laughs> I referenced. I didn't have time. Th- no, but no, I was because I I only I only know this because I when I saw him, I was like literally dropping off my thesis, and I was like. That's that guy who I like looked up a couple weeks ago because yeah. I had to write this paper. <laughs> I was like, "That's him." I was like, "That's right. He works at Princeton." You should have talked to him, dude. I did talk to him. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go. You must get this all the time. Yeah. I was just like, "Hey, Saul Kripke is like, hi. I just submitted my thesis paper," and he was like, "Well, good luck to you, son." I'm, I'm sorry. He's, like, he's, a, he's kind of a short guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Well, good luck to you. Hope everything goes well." Is he one of those guys where like 
I always think it's interesting when there's dudes and when they stand up, they're either really tall or really short. And I just don't notice. And then it happens. I'm always like, what? <laughs> like taken back. I play it off. pretty. He was, cool, he was but... like kind of, he's, he was like maybe two inches like shorter than me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like five, four. Huh? <laughs> Is that tall enough to be a, a uh, professor? Oh yeah, definitely. Dude, professors are short, I think. Really? I feel like, I bet, I, oh man, I'd be Bunch curious. Bunch of short kings? To, I'd be curious to know how many, what the percentage of of, of, of professors, and specifically philosophy professors, <laughs> are short kings. <laughs> I would bet a lot of them. Let's try to get a grant from like UC. <laughs> like a MacArthur. <laughs> yeah, let's get and a go, MacArthur we want to independently study this. <laughs> <laughs> we need like I don't know fifty thousand dollars and we'll be good. Yeah, we're very cheap. <laughs> Twenty five each, dude. We'd no, I'd ask ask for like two hundred thousand. Really? We each get a hundred thousand, and we use that money to wine and dine all these professors, hmm. and then we secretly have to secretly measure them, <laughs> like when they're in the bathroom at the urinal. Okay, and we measure <laughs> their height. Like, yeah, we're washing our hands, and we have to pull out our phone and be like, <laughs> use that, use that, like uh, what's it called, the measuring. A measuring, app. yeah, a measuring app on. Okay, on, on. <laughs> and we just put out a, a journal where it's just every yeah. We don't publish the photos. We don't their, take photos. We no, just, we just it's just their data, heights. baby. It's pure data. Yeah, it's just their heights. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for free. <laughs> it sounds like an adventure. Like, All right. All right. John Searle, five seven. Fuck it. <laughs> Donald Davidson. It's, I mean, it's seven one. Holy the height shit. of professors <laughs> is so far more interesting than this topic. This topic is shit. <laughs> And it's driving me insane. Oh, okay, so uh, let's just get to the meat of it, because I, I have been running... Okay, so Hillary Putnam came up with a lot of ideas, and one of them was this idea uh, in the philosophy of language called semantic externalism, okay? And what this essentially says is that the meaning of a word uh, largely or mostly comes from something outside of the mind determining its meaning. And that could be either a... Uh, what him and Kripke kind of like independently came up with was this theory called uh, a causal theory of reference, which basically means that like names for things that we know of in our, in our everyday world, like computer or hammer or Napoleon or whatever, uh, they're, they get the meaning, their reference from uh, how we have historically observed the word being applied to that object. Right. Uh, and then, that meaning comes from historically wherever we learned the word from, you know, our fathers, <laughs> our grandfathers who taught us the word hammer. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, Son, they, this is, and we're on the edge yeah, of our seat. They've passed, they've passed oh, the torch of meaning to us by like acting as if a hammer is around or acting as if Napoleon is around or, you know, whatever, like acting in a way that like we understand the meaning of it. I wish I had a hammer right now. It's a pragmatic theory of of semantics. But uh, what... (laughs) Well, I mean... But the father like learned from his father and his father before him until like you get to the actual object where like the name is bequeathed on it. Like, or just just Napoleon himself or the very first hammer or the very first whatever, you know? So (laughs) that's a causal theory of reference. That's just one out of several theories of how a name acquires its meaning. Um, but they're saying that like, uh, not only does the referent exist outside of, you know, someone's mind, it's, it's not just a figment of your imagination. Um, that meaning also comes from a sense that comes from outside of the mind. It comes from, 
you know, communication and using, you know, using words together in a community, like that sort of thing. Okay. Okay. And so he comes up with this, the- <laughs> this thought experiment, which frankly, I have to say, I also hate, uh, to sort of illustrate this point. Okay. It's called the Twin Earth Thought Experiment. Oh, yeah. So I there, there, there are two Earths. Okay. Yes. There's our Earth that we live on, mm-hmm. where Pat and Ben live on. Earth Prime. Earth Prime. Sure, that's actually what he calls it. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, there's Earth, uh, there's Twin Earth, okay? Shit Earth. Not Shit Earth. It, Twin Earth is identical in every single way possible, all right? What? The mountains are the same, the geography is the same, we have the same continents, we have the same history. What are the odds? All right? Everything is identical. Think of it as, like, completely identical, all right? There's someone on that planet called Pat, who calls himself Pat, who has lived your exact life. Wow. Okay? There's someone named Ben, who's who's lived my exact life. Detail to every tiny, like, atom detail. But okay? this guy goes by Blen. But this guy... That's but, the sure, only let's, let's call him Blen, okay? That's Blen the only and Platt. So there's two differences in Twin Earth. There's literally two differences. Yeah? One is that my twin goes by Blen instead of Twin Ben, which is what it would be called. Um... Okay, and the other, this is more important, this is more important, the more important difference is that <laughs> they have a word which they pronounce as water that refers to what they think of as water, okay? Here's the difference. On our Earth, water is represented chemically by H2O. Yes. It's two hydrogen atoms and an oxygen atom, Okay. On their planet, on twin on, on twin Earth, where blend Earth. where blend rules. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what they call water. <laughs> the water is a liquid substance that they use to cook. They use to wash their hands. They use to bathe in. Everything is the same. The only difference is that on twin Earth, water refers to a different chemical. Technically, it's a t- chemical X Y Z. It's not H two O. It's not composed of two hydrogen atoms. Is that right? Two hydrogen atoms and, a, and an oxygen atom. Okay, it's something else. It's okay. some other. It's like silicon dioxide or something like that. Okay. Now, when I when Ben says water, and when and when Blen says water, yeah, do they mean the same thing? Um. Well, but it, it's a different substance, so they mean the same idea, but they don't mean the same exact thing. So they don't mean the same exact the same, thing. but it's the same. No, it's the same idea, but it's not the same thing. It means the same thing. Okay, but, but so so they mean different things. It's a synonym, but it's a physical thing. But it's not a synonym because they're not the same thing. No, they're not the same thing, but they have the same function. It's like how potatoes so the fun- function, so the function as a vegetable. So the function is what's important. Yes. So where is the function coming from? I don't know. <laughs> The function, well, the function comes on what they do. But so, so the they're word, so what does they the word water so they, they mean? They drink it. So when you're on when you're on Twin Earth, and you're Earth talking to called. and you're talking to Blen, and you say water, do you mean the same thing that he means? Um, again, same function: a liquid that you drink to stay alive, that you cook with, that you bathe with. <laughs> so the same function, but not the same thing. Okay, ultimately. but but what if it becomes important when it's when it's chemically different? Well then, it's different. Well, okay. how, well, how how is it important? 
Well, like, let's say... This sounds a lot H2O. like, what if when you see red, I see it blue? It is. It's the same kind of thing, yeah. Man, fuck this guy. How does this guy, like... How does he... Let me ask you something. When this guy cashes his paycheck, does he ever think to himself, I'm about to get arrested when I walk out of here for stealing from this university? Because this is shit. Well, you know, the easy answer is no, he doesn't think that, because he's fucking dead. No. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. I take it but back. I, but I bet he didn't think at all. He'd just be like, man, that was a brilliant argument. I'm amazing. Yeah. Up until around the 80s when he recanted entirely. That's so tight. <laughs> That's kind of cool. He, he was like, you know what? This is bullshit. Here's the point of the thought experiment, okay? It's trying to draw attention to this distinction that we all have of meaning. We we'll say, well, okay, so, you know, when they say water, they mean everything that we could possibly mean by water except for it is exactly not water. Because it's a different substance. Exactly not. It's not water. water. It's not H2O. No, it's not. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. So, so then the how is it water? It's not. I said it functions <laughs> as water. Just the way potatoes function Okay, as but vegetables. that's not what that means to them. They consider it water. They okay. don't think I'd of say, it as it as it functions as water. I'd it say, just is water. Then I'd say then it's water. If you want it to be water, it's water. Call it water. Call whatever you fucking want, dude. This earth sucks. But so you don't think that it's water? No, because it's a, it's a different, um, what do you call? Math equation or whatever. <laughs> it's a different referent. It refers to something different. Because it's not H2O. It's not H2O. It's RQD. What? That's what we're going to, that's, that's what the oh, qu- the chemical compounds are of, of their water. Oh, R- QED? RQD. Oh, RQD? Really? Quick, really quenching really drink. Quench, drink. <laughs> really quenching drink. That's RQD, the chemical yeah. compound. On really the, quenching drink. On yeah, counter earths. <laughs> oh my God. That okay. sucks so bad. So the point that, that Hillary is trying, me, is, trying, is trying, I'm going to quench you. Ugh, the, no. the, the point that Hillary is trying to bring up is that basically he's sort of agreeing with you. With your yeah. impulse. Your impulse is to say, no, it's not water. They don't mean water. They mean really something that is drink. functionally equivalent to water, but yes. it's not water. They no. don't have water. What they, they would say the exact same thing about us. They would be like, they're not talking about water. They're talking about some bullshit. We yeah, have like, X. You know what? We have, we have uh, what is it? Uh, RQD. RQD. That's water. Then I would say to them, if this makes you, if it's that important to you to call this water and to throw it in our faces that we have our fake water. Yeah, they, they, they actually like splash you with water when you, when they <laughs> me, when we mention it. They're like, fuck you. And they splash, That's, okay. they splash RQD, RQD at Whatever it. you guys need to, to feel good about yourselves. Enjoy your RQD. I'm going home. Really quenching drink. Really quenching drink. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> How do we get to, to Counter Earth? There's there's no explanation. He just says he just says let's say there's this twin Earth that has every single property, every single like instance, every single moment is the exact same. The only difference is that there's one motherfucker there who calls himself Blen for some reason, and <laughs> and he loves his RQD. It's ice and cold. He loves his RQD, which he calls water, which all these perverts call water. They do the exact same. St- Think they do the exact same thing with it that we do with water, but it's not fucking water. This... They call they call it water though, and it's in every other way. It boils at at one hundred degrees Celsius. Uh, they use it in cooking. Um, okay. It expands when it's frozen, Good. unlike most other. Uh, Glad. you know whatever. It it shares everything with water, but it's just not fucking water. Okay, it's something it's else. Not water then. Okay, whatever, dude. So then, when they say water, do they mean water? Yes. 
So you said no like five minutes ago. Well, you convinced me. <laughs> I flip flop too. I'm just like this guy. Here's the problem with this sort of thought, thought experiment. It blows and I hate it. <laughs> it's because I really feel that both sides are right and both sides are wrong. And he was trying. This is why he recanted. He was trying to like, he was trying to illustrate this one point, which is like that he's in that reference is incredibly important for the concept of meaning. And reference has to be something that is not arbitrarily bound to just your internal subjective thoughts. It has to refer to something outside of the world or outside of you in the world in order for it to have any sort of communicational gravity, in order for it to grab other people. Like when they shout, when someone shouts, water, you know, if you're fucking out in the desert and you're like, you know, really dehydrated, you hear someone shout water. That's a really important moment for you because you're like, I know what that word means. That word is, means that my life is saved. Do you right mean now. RQD? R- <laughs> right, right. I know. <laughs> Counter Earth blows. So that that's 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 pretty much it. That's the fucking Twin Earth thought experiment. Twin. It's basically to prove that. Um, so he, the way that he summarized this was this one quote. He goes, "Meaning's just not all in the head." <laughs> <laughs> that I agree. That's what yeah, he means okay. with. That he, that's what he that's, interesting. that's what he came up with or that's the 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 main notion he's trying to evoke with his thought experiment is that obviously not everything that makes meaning ha- comes from inside you or what you think people mean or what you think a word means. It has to there has to be some sort of objective anchor to meaning. That's what he means. That's the twin earth thought experiment. Well, <laughs> wow. I, I I really I hope that I hope the two earths crash into each other and we we all die because yeah. um I can't stand living. And they'll be like any... when the oceans crash, when our oceans crash on twin earth, they'll be like, "Ah, we're getting wet." And then uh, our side will be like, "Technically, no, you're not. <laughs> it's not water actually." <laughs> it's not water actually. <laughs> I don't know why I'm falling in that. Oh no. Oh no. Um, Ben, let me ask you something real quick before That's it, baby. before we leave uh, yeah. forever. What uh, what what are your thoughts on this whole AI chat bot thing? Chat GPT? Yeah, baby. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of thoughts to it. I think. Well, I I don't even. I can't even begin to have an opinion on it because, like, what are you afraid of? I don't. Oh, oh Ben, I fear no man. But uh, the reason I'm asking you this is that the other day, I think, I think, you want to know what I genuinely think? Sure. I am scared and worried that our civilization will not last long enough for advanced AI to be a problem. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I think we have bigger fish to fry. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're we're we're. We're having a meltdown. Don't worry, everyone. And, and I don't think AI is going to be the thing. Don't worry. AI guys. is not the thing. It's other things. AI is not going to kill us. It's going to be a nuclear bombardment. <laughs> yeah. From the shadow. Or, or just like the Ma- a Mad Max sort of society that we're going to descend into. So, um, <laughs> all right. This is... I was playing around with one the other day. It's kind of interesting. Some of them are better than... Like, this one is shit. But um, I took some screenshots, and I'd like you to, to read to the good people. My test of okay. So this is Pat Chat Pat, GPT. Pat's chatting with Chat GPT. I'm chatting it up. All right. Um, tell me about the podcast. I learned nothing. <laughs> oh, no. 
I learned nothing as a podcast hosted by comedians Benjamin Colina and Patrick Miller. <laughs> Who are these guys? In which they discuss various topics and try to learn something new. The podcast is described as a show about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly nothing at all. That's not too far from the truth. And keep scrolling. Yeah, okay. Each more. episode of the podcast focuses on a different topic, ranging from philosophy and science to pop culture and personal anecdotes. Okay. I mean, all right. It's not wrong. The hosts it's engage almost... in humorous and sometimes... First of all, they're saying humorous. They're spelling it... No, never mind. My name is not Patrick Milner. <laughs> no, it <laughs> just says Miller. Oh, Miller? Uh, yeah. I'm, well, what ben- was your, what was I'm your... Benjamin Colina. I mean, though, that's our new that's AKA. That's pretty funny. It's Benjamin Colina The hosts engage Miller. in humorous and sometimes irreverent discussions, often sharing right. their own experience, experiences and perspectives on the topic at hand. Uh, the podcast has been praised for its lighthearted and entertaining approach to learning, as well as its witty banter and comedic timing. What does that mean? <laughs> this all sounds It has like also nothing. been noted for its accessibility and ability to engage listeners who may not have a background in the topics being discussed. I Learned Nothing has been running since 2016 and has released over 200 episodes to date. It has a dedicated following and is available on most major podcast platforms. Great. Keep going. There's a few more oh, photos. Yeah. Are they, so then you ask, <laughs> are those really the names of the hosts? And it goes, I apologize for the error in my previous response. The correct names of the hosts of the podcast, I learned nothing, are Benjamin Culp. Benjamin Culp. <laughs> and Patrick Miller. Who is Benjamin Culp? Oh, Benjamin Culp. I'm still Patrick Miller. You know what? Hold on. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Patrick Miller's no good. No, it's Miller instead of Dean. It's, it's, <laughs> I love Ben Kolb, though. Kolb, you know why it's Kolb? Because uh, they, pro- they probably do like a, I don't know. I mean, I can't just, like, begin to explain the the, uh, yeah. the algorithms. But like, yeah, whatever like um, like crawl <laughs> crawl search thing that it does. Yeah. It probably like listen tries to listen to to us, and I think it probably heard me at one point say Benjamin Copel Cholock. Oh yeah, and I think Copel is turning Kolb. into Culp. In there, I think is I think K O L P. It's K O L P. That is so much yeah, worse. Yeah, it's that was so Kolb. crazy. It's Benjamin Culp and Patrick Miller okay. <laughs> swing and a miss. No, the hosts are Ben Cholock and Pat Dean. That's what you write. Yeah. Uh, I apologize for the multiple errors in my previous responses. I like Jeez. how apologetic it is. Yeah. You are correct that the hosts of the I Learn Nothing podcast are Ben Cholock and Pat Dean. Ben Cholock is a comedian and writer based in New York City. He has performed stand-up. <laughs> this is so insane. He has performed stand-up comedy at various venues across the United States and has written for publications such as The New Yorker and The Onion. What the fuck, Ben? Whoa, dude. Who is this guy? <laughs> Thanks, this man. This is shit Earth Ben. This is Blen. I yeah, I have no, he's right. I have <laughs> written I have written for publications such as The New Yorker and The Onion. Of course. Pat Dean is also and I'm also based in New York City. <laughs> That's so strange. Pat Dean is a comedian and writer based in Austin, Texas. He has performed stand-up comedy throughout the United States and has appeared on programs such as Comedy Central's Roast Battle and nope. Corporate. Nope. Either, either one of those is true. Um, well, one of them is kind of true. Dean has also gained national recognition for his comedy, appearing... Nope. Oh, wait, no, I already read this. Wait a minute. No, this is a different one. Oh, this is a, it's a stand-up comedian based in Austin, Texas. He has been performing comedy for over a decade and has become a fixture in the Austin comedy scene, performing regularly at the city's top clubs, including the, Vel- the Velveeta Room and Cap City Comedy Club. 
Dean has also gained national recognition for corporate as well as nope. performing at festivals like the Moon Tower Comedy Festival and the yes. Fun 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 Fest. Yeah. No, I never did that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, well, you could have fooled me. <laughs> Wait. In addition to stand-up comedy, Dean is also a co-host of the popular podcast, The Pat Dean Show. The Pat Dean Show. <laughs> Where did they get that from? <laughs> what is the Pat Dean Show? It sucks so bad. Just me. Which features interviews with other comedians and musicians. No, it doesn't. They probably mean um uh storytellers or storytellers. Maybe, but like it's that was not called the Pat Dean He's, Show. Or maybe it's Lanalax Corporation. I don't know, man. He is known for his laid back and affable stage presence. What is as that well about? as his sharp wit and clever observations That's about not... life and society. That's not true. And then you go, tell me about Benjola. Oh no. I'm sorry, but I couldn't find any information about a person named Benjola. <laughs> Damn right, bitch. You'll never know anything about me. Could you provide me with more context or details about who this person is or what they are known for? That might help me provide a more accurate response. And you say no. <laughs> I refuse to help him. Isn't that insane? It says, I apologize, but there are no additional details about Ben Chola. <laughs> I mean, um, the Pat Dean show is so fucking funny to me, especially because I'm the co-host. Oh, that's so um, funny. Yeah, God I don't it. know who those versions of that's us are. so funny. But, um... I lost my mind. That was good. Yeah, that, I've <laughs> never I've never been on corporate ever, and I was on the, the, the roast battle um, on the Snapchat. That's weird, because I've, I've, mul- I've written multiple, like, award-winning essays for The New Yorker and The, and Onion. the Onion. Yeah. And it's never but it's come weird, up. And it's, it's never, never come, come up on any Google search. Nope. Well, yeah, I, I should. I should. Yeah, I like ChatGPT. I should. Um. Uh. Yeah, I should plug the Pat Dean show more often. <laughs> hey guys, folks, spread the word. Actually, yeah, tell everyone who's listening. <laughs> spread the show. word about the Pat Dean show. Oh, soon, God. coming soon. No, it's not. It never will. The Pat Dean show. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. So the the, uh. the the Bing one, I've been using that to do some research, and it's pretty interesting because it it, it it gives you sources. This is insanity, uh-huh. uh, but the one on Bing will actually be. Well, okay. Did you hear the thing I thought was fucking hilarious? Was uh, I My can't remember. No, I can't remember his name. Sam something. Who who? Uh, I think he's the CEO of OpenAI or something. One of these AI companies. Yeah, he like. I think he was like subpoenaed to come to Congress to talk about AI. <laughs> he, uh, there, I read this article real quick about it. it was, that was like, unlike every single other like tech giant who's been brought to <laughs> to to Congress, he just immediately just goes, "Oh yeah, we need to fucking uh, regulate the shit out of this." Amazing, <laughs> really? Like, yeah, he's like immediately like, "You guys need to step in on this because this is getting weird." <laughs> yeah, well, and then he's like, "I don't know about this. Did, I don't know what I've created, but like, I could use the government right and right about and did now." Did <laughs> any of those eighty-year-old men have like really great? They probably questions? Don't, Yeah, no, I can't remember. But they have I just, no idea. I read just like the first paragraph, but but it, basically the headline was basically like, "This guy like wants <laughs> wants the feds to step in as soon as possible." That's crazy. Um, I did not He's hear like, this, that. This That's cannot wild. get out of hand. Huh. Well, I mean, it's creating people out of thin air. Uh, Benjamin Ben Kolb? Yeah, Ben Kolb. Kolb? Kolb? Oh, wait, was it Kolb? Well, K-O-L-B. Well, I can't remember Kolb? now. Ben Kolb. Ben Kolb yeah. yeah, Kolb Patrick Kolb. Miller. I mean, did, did we create I like these, that it goes, because like, Dean is still a pretty, like, common name, but it goes like, fuck Dean Doug Miller. Dean Miller. <laughs> Miller. Yeah. Why Miller. Not? Well, gang... That was just a trip down the AI highway, yeah. is what me and Ben call it. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Um, artificial interstate. <laughs> the artificial... <laughs>
<laughs> As always, you sons of bitches, thanks for listening and keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. The sea is a bastard. Time is a, Time son, is of a son of a bitch. Evolution rocks. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> it really, really does. And most importantly, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. And here's Kevin Dean. <laughs> Both on the intro and the outro. Yeah, yeah. There you like go. Like we used to. We, you know, we Eiffel Tower. Yeah. We, that, yeah. <laughs> My brother really Eiffel Towered this restaurant with his music. Yeah. And his cock. <laughs> Spaces in between Ticking seconds until you come home Finding everything I need Walking out the door with you It's true Shooting hard for where to go Wondering why I left and why it's dark Shoulders dusted by the snow And you must be so cold I know So I'm wondering where you are I'm wondering if you're near or if you're far A streetlight or a star It could be anywhere So tell me if you're here or if Either way I'm falling over you Found you lit up by the moon Prettiest thing that I ever saw Said I love you way too soon And you stared at your feet Our dreams Walking north, you're heading south Finally thought I had you figured all out Ruby kisses on my mouth That I'll never feel again Oh